Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. I'm Gila Glassberg, your host. And it's been a while, actually, since I put out an episode. Um, I'm always, like, you know, rethinking the podcast and <clears throat> debating if I should continue, if I should do it a little differently. Um, thank God life is busy. And, like, sometimes I even think, should I explain it on the podcast, my thought process? Should I not explain it? Do people really want to hear that? I happen to really like hearing that on podcasts when a podcast takes a turn, like they decide to change their name or change their like kind of like rebranding. Um, they change their, um, maybe their, who they're specific, specifically speaking to. Um, you know, they, that's definitely just as an aside, I always tell this to clients and people that like, when you start a business, like you really do have to remember that you're going to learn along the way. And then you're going to have to like cater to your, you know, your clients, but also to yourself. Meaning like people would tell me in the beginning, Oh, don't do intuitive eating, do weight loss. That's what people want. And I was like, I'm never doing weight loss. Like if I don't believe in weight loss, I'm obviously not going to sell it. But you know, just in terms of like which clients, which age group, which type of clients, yes, I have made changes over the course of the years. Um, so, um, yeah, like, I don't know if I'll always be putting out a podcast every week or a longer podcast, shorter podcast. Obviously, you can't cater to everyone, but I will say that I, my podcast is quite intuitive, really. I'm not, I'm not just using that word with everything in my life, but really it's like, I have to feel like I want to put it out. Like I have what to share. I don't just like to share for no reason. Um, and it's interesting because today I'm actually putting out an episode that, that my friend Danielle Zarnas did. Um, June 27th. So when, if you have been here for a while, you know that I had a baby, um, Akiva, on May 31st, 2022. And Danielle actually took over the podcast for a few weeks Well, as my, on my maternity leave, which was amazing. And she did this episode months ago and I, I actually loved it and I never put it out. And I think it's a really good episode. And talking about the topic of like, kind of like hearing somebody's thought pattern and process, um, Danielle did an amazing job doing that here talking about two different topics, which was actually the topic of gentle nutrition and apologizing overly, being overly apologetic, which um, both of those topics are important to me. And both of those topics are things that we as friends have mulled over. Um, so I thought she did a great job. And I thought it was so interesting to hear her thought process. And I think ultimately, like, I, I really do think that one of my major main goals of this podcast and really of all my content is to get you to think and to get you to question and to get you to wonder, why am I doing this? Uh, why am I eating this way? Why am I feeling this way? Not in an obsessive, intrusive anxiety way, although I understand why that could happen <laughs> as somebody who struggles with that. But that's not my point. My point is that like, oftentimes we do run on a hamster wheel of life and we do that for many reasons, maybe because we don't want to think, maybe because, you know, we're chronically busy because we don't want to feel our feelings or because we're struggling with time management. It could be an impractical thing, right? But ultimately I feel like um, one of the biggest um, positives of, of really like intuitive eating or intuitive living or, or, um, so many things that I speak about. I'm really, I'm thinking of Sima Spetner's parenting class that I took a few years ago, but I recently went to her alumni class and her whole approach to parenting is, is it bad behavior? Is it good behavior? Why am I punishing? And just really getting clear with why we are doing the things that we do. So I thought this was a great um, example of that. And I was 
when I was looking through which episodes I wanted to put out this week, I was so excited to see that I hadn't put out one of Danielle's because this one is such a good one. And I think you're really going, going to enjoy it. Um, if you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review. That is how the podcast moves up. That is how other people can find intuitive eating information, which is so, so, so important. We are making a dent. We are making a change. People are wanting to hear more about intuitive eating. I think so many people know that dieting is detrimental to their health, to their own health, to their family's health. And, um, it's hard. We are swimming upstream a bit, but people are more open. People don't want to be trapped in diet culture anymore. People see their children suffering with eating disorders and they know that they have to make a change. And I see that in my office, that people are really willing to hear a new way, a new approach. Um, you could also um, subscribe to the podcast. Um, you could listen to it on YouTube. You could, I'm sorry, you could watch it on YouTube. Not this one, but a lot of the episodes are also video and you could watch it on YouTube. And you could also um, sponsor an episode if you're, if you have enjoyed the episodes and you want them to continue, it would be amazing if you would donate to the podcast or you wanted to sponsor an episode. You could let me know. You can email me at kilaglassberg18 at gmail.com. There's also a way on the Spotify app to sign up for a monthly donation, which would be so amazing. And it would definitely help me continue putting out um, episodes more often. And just so you know, I am running, um, I am I am opening up group counseling that will always be running. I, I'm in my 10th or 11th week of a 12-week group, which was a closed group, meaning people who are in the group, I wasn't adding more people to it. But now I'm opening up a group that is always going to be running. So there's always going to be an option for group counseling. And yes, I am running through the, the 10 principles throughout 12 weeks, but I'm not going in a specific order. I'm just going based on um, my regular order and whoever wants to join at any time is able to join. You'll be added to a private WhatsApp chat. You will get the recordings of whichever one you were a part of, whichever um, class you were a part of, and you'll have unlimited access to that as of now. I am also opening up a subscription service that you could sign up to um, be in a private WhatsApp chat and get one Q&A a month live on Zoom. So let me know if any of these are appealing to you. Everything will be available on the website soon that you could just like click and add to cart and it'll be easier, less uh, cumbersome, like just hearing it on the podcast. But if you are interested, please reach out at kilaglassberg18 at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to work with me one-on-one, you could let me know. I, as of now, I am still taking insurance. I take Aetna, Cigna, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Emblem, and United Healthcare only, the Empire Plan. And I have another whole <laughs> reason why I do take insurance, why I don't take insurance, but I don't want to bore you with those details, but I'm happy to share privately if you want to reach out. And yeah, without further ado, here is the episode. Hi everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, This podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs.
everyone. Welcome to another episode of Get Into It With Gila. I'm Danielle, and I'm your guest host. So I recently put out a mini-sode where I spoke about how I used the, the principle of um, finding the satisfaction factor of intuitive eating, and also about a few things that happened over my Shabbos and how I dealt with it. And I had a few things come up that I felt I would come on and say something similar. So the first is with intuitive eating and how I've, how I've been implementing some of the principles. And the first one I'm going to talk about is the principle of gentle nutrition. I find that gentle nutrition is a little bit, it's, it seems like it should be the easiest one because like, okay, just eat a little bit, eat a little bit more healthy, but it's also confusing because you don't want to get mixed up into a diet and it, it could, I think, you know, sometimes you could be confused. Like what is gentle nutrition? What does it mean? You know, do I just do what I feel? Do I, how much thought goes into it? And I'm just going to give like a little, I'll tell you what happens. So basically yesterday I made this delicious feta bake. It was so yummy. Tomatoes, zucchini, garlic, feta cheese, pasta. And I ate it in the morning, like around 11 o'clock. And I went out for my day. And when I came back, I had also a little bit more. And then I went out for a, a walk with my friend in the evening. And when I came home, I had some more of it. And I just throughout the day, I found myself just feeling really tired, like midpoint through the day and it just didn't feel good and I didn't really think about it in terms of what I ate I just figured oh I'm having a busy day running around which very possibly could have been been why I was tired but I also I just felt a little like very heavy in my stomach I did make pasta I did make salmon and vegetables to go with the with the feta bake but I found myself not really interested in the salmon I did eat some of the vegetables and basically fast forward today a new day I went into work and when I go to work, I try to pack a lot of things with me just because I'm out of my home for a long day. I, I work in Manhattan. So I packed with me, you know, a wide range of food. I packed, um, you know, cottage cheese, which I really like with um, crazy salt. And I packed apples and oranges. And I packed almonds. And I packed oatmeal. And I packed a salad with chickpeas. And what else? I packed some pretzels with hummus. I packed... Um, you know, cut up vegetables with um, like mini peppers and whole cucumbers so I didn't have to do any prep with like a little pack of guacamole. And I didn't, I didn't even pack it because I felt, oh, I had the pasta yesterday. And I, I, I just like, this is just what I packed. It was what it was in my house. And like midway through the day, I would say like four o'clock, it hit me and I realized like, I feel really good today. I don't feel tired like I did yesterday. I have a lot of energy. I sometimes have a little heartburn and I'm like, oh, I don't really have that today. And I realized, though, I wonder if it's the way that I'm eating today, you know, the fact that I didn't have so much pasta and the fact that I've, I've been adding more of the other food groups to my diet of the day, you know, adding more protein, adding fruits and vegetables, as opposed to yesterday, where truth is, I didn't really eat so much like vegetables and protein or, or you know, I think I had a fruit, but it was, it was a lot of carbs and I don't have any problem with carbs. I think carbs is amazing and great. But I think like if, you know, I just, the way that it hit my body, the way I felt, I felt very tired from all of it. And I was like thinking about this situation. I was like, what principle of intuitive eating is this? And I, I thought about it and I thought it was gentle nutrition. And I asked Gila and she agreed with me too. And I think it is gentle nutrition. Like the idea of, okay, like maybe I want to watch um, when I'm having pasta, have a little less at a time, not have, don't have that much, just and when I say a little less or a lot, it depends on you and your body type. How am I going to feel? What feels good with me? And I just know I didn't feel good yesterday. And like today, I felt a lot better. And actually now, like dinner time, I did. I had a little bit more of my leftover feta bake. And I specifically, you know, had one portion. And like I wanted to go for more. 
And I said, you know what? Let me wait. I'll see how I feel. And, um, you know, it's, it's only been like a half hour or so since I ate. But I feel good that I waited and I feel good right now. And if I feel hungry later, I'll see how I feel. But, um, yeah, it was just a nice learning experience of gentle nutrition. And I feel like it's, it's just the way of thinking about nutrition and how you eat and how you feel, but not being on a rigid diet. Not saying, oh, I'm never going to eat pasta or I'm gonna, I, I was bad I ate pasta, but rather like, oh, okay, I ate pasta and I noticed how it made me feel. I noticed that it tasted yummy, which by the way is intuitive eating. Like even though I was eating a little bit too much pasta for my body, which it didn't feel good, it wasn't like, oh, I did bad and I failed. It's like, no, you're, I did intuitive eating. I'm doing intuitive eating, but also I'm learning and it feels really good to do that. And um, something that Gila shared with me, which I know she shared before, is that let's say it's Shabbos dinner, you're eating food, you feel like it's a little heavy and you're just sitting on the couch and now you feel tired. But you know what? Like maybe that the way your body feels, it matches your mood because it's Shabbos and you wanted to sit on the couch with a book. But, um, you know, on a day when you're running and you're busy with your kids, which was me yesterday, I didn't really want to feel that sluggish, tired feeling. You know, so again, I'm not, it could be that I was tired just because I was running with my kids and today I was at work. So it was an environment, environmental factor and just my routine. But I just, I do feel like the pasta has something to do with it. And I'm just going to keep an eye out for it. And, um, you know, there's really a lot of factors involved with it. It's not just nutrition. It's also hungerfulness. But um, it could be a little emotional eating. But either way, um, yeah. And then another thing I just wanted to share was I was having a conversation with my friend about how she eats like mini muffins in the morning. And she just takes it on the go because she wants something to eat. And we were talking about that and how she was saying it's hard for her to, like, sometimes she wants to eat more fruits and vegetables. So I was saying, like, in addition to the mini muffin, like, you know, maybe it's a, it's a good idea to just, like, take an apple and throw it in your bag. And the other day I went to the beach and before I left the house, I did put an apple and almonds in my bag. And it just felt good to have a little bit, just to have a fruit in my, in my day. And that was the day I had the feta cheese, the feta bake with all the pasta. But it's really, you know, just, again, bringing light that it's not black and white bringing light that you could, there's a way to do gentle nutrition without going on a full-fledged diet. Also the idea, another idea of like gentle nutrition, which is also what I kind of did at work, is just the idea of meal planning. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, anything over the top, but just like buying a bag of veggies that are, that are whole, like cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, mini peppers. Like those are my favorites because you don't have to cut them up. You just like take them with you in your bag. Buying little packs of almonds, the mini guacamole, the little hummuses, the, you know, bringing a salad with you, bringing a sandwich with you, whatever it is you want to eat. But I think just being prepared is like that way that you could really, you know, work on that principle of gentle nutrition. And um, another thing that happened on the topic of gentle nutrition, and, you know, I'm really, I don't know if it's really gentle nutrition. It could be coping, making peace with food. It could be emotional eating. It could be hunger fullness. It all kind of ties, ties together, you know, but basically um, last week, I really wanted the chocolate croissant and I was a little bit, I was just walking around and I went and I got one and I ate it and I enjoyed it. But afterwards I found myself just feeling bad. And, you know, I was thinking, why am I feeling bad? Is it because maybe I was bored and that's where I, I went for it was an emotional eating. Is it because I ate the whole croissant and it feels a little icky in my body? Didn't agree with me. I'm a little, I had a little heartburn after. And maybe I was, I ate past my, I was already too full, you know, I, I, maybe I ate past my fullness points. Or is it that a chocolate croissant is like a, a food that I'm not making peace with because, oh, it's a chocolate croissant. 
either way, again, it, it's like just nice to be attuned to these situations, not to judge yourself and to accept the fact that like, okay, so what could I do differently? Maybe next time if it's getting the croissant to say, you know, I'm going to have a few bites. I'm going to have a half of it. The other half I can have later. Eat it slowly to make sure I'm not going past my phone at this point. If it's emotional eating, maybe to just say to yourself, say to yourself, you know, do it in a conscious way. Bring intention and mindfulness to the situation. Saying, I'm feeling a little bored right now. How could I handle this boredom? There's many ways. I could call a friend. I could read a book. I could listen to a podcast. I could go on my phone. I could do, there's so many situations. Or do I want to eat something? And maybe you do want to eat something, and that's okay. Just, again, the key is you don't want to eat all the time. You don't want to always use food to cope with your emotions. You want to make sure that you're using other factors as well. So I think that's something good to keep in mind. Um, yeah, okay, so that's what I wanted to share about how I'm using the intuitive eating principles. And now the other thing I wanted to just share was today a few things happened to me regarding the topic of, you know, I struggle with um, people-pleasing, having a hard time confronting people. And today I was at a store and I was at Zara's and I was trying on an outfit. I didn't want to wait in the line for the fitting room. It was very long. So I said, you know what? I'm just trying on something over my outfit. I'm not going to, you know, change. Why don't I just go to the side of the store? There's a full length mirror in the corner here and I'll try it on there. So I stood in front of this full length mirror to try it on. And all of a sudden, one of the employees opened up the door. She hit me and she said to me, you know, excuse me, miss. This is not the place to stand to try on clothing. Could you please go somewhere else? And right away I said, oh, I'm sorry, of course, I'm going to move, I get it, and I, I apologize, and she just walked away. And then, you know, why did I act that way? I felt like maybe I was doing something wrong by not waiting on the line, like was I cutting the line? Or I felt, oh, I'm like, why am I standing in this spot of the store? That's not the place for me. So I just, my reaction was to apologize to her. But then after I just like realized and I thought about it, I said, wait a minute, she should apologize to me or she could apologize to me. She just slammed me with the door. I mean, I wasn't hurt. But granted, I was standing in front of a full-size mirror, so I really wasn't in the wrong place. That was That's like a problem with the layout of the store, that they put a mirror and a door right next to each other, because I was literally standing in front of the mirror, and I just like noticed, ooh, like I just like apologized for something I didn't have to apologize for. And that's all good, but I'm just bringing awareness that like Hashem is giving me these small little, I don't want to know, maybe the scions, they're very little, but just things to open my eyes to. And um you know, another thing that happened, a few things happened today, or was it today? Yes, um, yesterday. You know, there was a specific store that I was going to pick something up from, and I tried to reach out to a range of time to get my product, and it took me a few, I reached out a few days in a row, and the person must have been busy, and they never answered me, so I kind of just showed up, and I felt like the way I was greeted was a little bit like, like almost that it's like you just barged in here, and you didn't make an appointment with me. I mean, no one said anything inappropriate, but just the idea of like, oh, well, you know, I'm busy right now and I don't have help. I can't locate your product. And I, I found myself again apologizing, saying, okay, well, I'm sorry to just come in and not make an appointment. You know, I did try to reach out earlier. But again, it's, it's that idea of saying sorry, you know, apologizing for things that I don't really need to apologize for. Yes, there are times to apologize for things. But these, I don't know, these are just not the times. And then another thing that happened was on Friday, I parked my car to go to a grocery store. And yes, it's Arab Shabbos, it's busy. I didn't really pay attention to how I parked. And when I got in the car, I noticed someone honking me and a man opened up the window and said, you know, he was, he was angry. I said, you know, excuse me, miss, the way you parked, it's not appropriate. It's very inconsiderate. It was hard for me to get out. Could you please pay attention to how you park? 
And I just, you know, I, I looked calmly at him and I just said, of course, it wasn't intentional. Thank you for telling me. And that was it. Um, and, and no, but I also apologized. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm so sorry. It wasn't intentional. And again, even that, like, I don't know if I needed to apologize. Like, even I could have been wrong in that situation, right? Okay, I didn't park, right? But like, he also, I don't, fa I found like he spoke a little aggressive to me. He wasn't like honking me and yelling at me and cursing at me, but he was a little aggressive. And listen, I mean, I'm grateful he told me because I could work on being more careful with how I park. I know that sometimes we're busy and we don't pay attention. And definitely with how we drive and how we park is something important to pay attention to. So he did bring me awareness and that message was from Hashem. But he did say it in an aggressive way. And I don't really think I needed to apologize. I could have said, you know, like I said initially, thank you so much for pointing that out. And yes, I'm going to, I'm going to be more careful. But um, yeah, so these are just um, all situations where I'm trying to work on right now, really looking for situations in life where I'm over apologizing for things that I don't need to apologize for that I don't, you know, I don't really need to feel bad about. So. And, um, and yeah, and, and, and another, another topic that kind of comes into play, but that I think about a lot is really asking myself a lot of times, what do I want? How do I feel? You know, a lot of times we're thinking so much about what other people think, what other people may want from us. Maybe someone asks us for something and we say, oh, okay, I'm going to do this for them. How can I say no? But you know, you could say no and you could confront people. And it's really, even if you don't want to say no and you want to say yes, it's so important to not say yes out of habit, to not say yes because you don't want to disappoint somebody. It's so important to say yes and give yourself that voice. And this is like really something I talk a lot with my friend Ashley Cohen, Cohen, who I did an episode with recently. She's going to come on and you'll hear all the great things she said. She's a very wise friend, very wise person. But we talk a lot about this, that like if there's a time in life, if there's if someone asks you for something, sometimes you get a bad feeling. Oh, like, why are they asking me? Or oh, I don't want to do this. But you know what? Like they have no, they're okay. There's no, they're not doing anything wrong to ask you for this favor or this thing. So why am I getting so sensitive to it? And the reason is, is because you feel like you have handcuffs on. You feel, oh, they're asking me, and how could I say no? And this was something I struggled with for a long time. I do love to do chesed, and I love thinking and doing for people. But there are times when, like, I feel like there's the handcuffs on. And one thing that Ashley really helped me with, and also a book we both read together, is this idea of really just, like, stopping and saying, what do I want in this situation? Do I want to do this particular thing for this person? And when you give yourself the voice, all of a sudden, a lot of that negative feeling dissipates because so, you're listening to your body, your knees, your, your mind. And you you know what a lot of times I find happening? I hear myself saying, okay, what? I don't really want to do this. That's not what I want. However, it's a value that I, this, this particular thing is something I really value. And on a higher level, my higher soul really wants to do this, but my lower soul doesn't. So I say to myself a lot of times, this is something that, you know, it's not doing this particular thing is not going to, it's not going to debilitate me. It's not going to make me feel stressed. It's not going to knock me down. It's just a little, it's a little challenge. You know, it's like, um, I forgot who says it, but the idea you have to stretch, not stress. Probably Gila is the one that told me that. <laughs> but like the idea Hashem wants you to stretch, not stress. So doing this particular thing is just a way of me stretching, not stressing. So yes, I don't want to do it, but, but I, but you know what? I'm going to choose to do it. I'm going to choose to go above myself and do something lofty. And then it's such an interesting thing because when you have that attitude and that process, you, you end up starting by not wanting to do it. And then you end up wanting to do it. And you say, oh, I'm so happy I'm doing this. I feel good about myself. And you know what? The person that's getting the chesed, 
they feel you're doing them a deeper chesed because no one needs a chesed when you're having handcuffs on, you know, with resentment. People, what's what's a good chesed? A chesed is something you're doing b'simcha, and the, it comes across stronger, and it's a true chesed. Not to say it's not a chesed either way. I really believe that even if you're doing something with handcuffs on, and even if you're doing it resentfully, it still is a chesed. Maybe, maybe like you're you're neglecting your family, so it's not a chesed to them. But if you do a chesed for another person, even if you weren't happy to do it, I think at the end of the day, chesed is chesed. You know, let's say you make someone a meal and you end up being tired and snapping at your family. So maybe that's something to think about. Should I have made that meal? Either way, you made somebody a meal. You did a chesed. Yes, it's a learning experience. Did I Was that the right chesed? But it's really beautiful to give yourself a voice, to listen to what you want, what you need. And in these situations that I described earlier with the man telling me about my car, with the woman in Zara's yelling at me for blocking the mirror, with, um, I forgot the other example I gave already, but, oh, with the store picking up my product. It was all about the other person reacting to them and what they expected of me and what they think. It wasn't about what I think. And that's okay, you know? Part of, sometimes you can't do the work in the moment. The fact that I'm thinking about it after is, is, is amazing. I'm so happy to be thinking about it. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to share these thoughts about intuitive eating, giving yourself a voice, and also, just um, not apologizing for things sometimes that you don't need to apologize for. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.